0: I am the woman at the well. I come to the well in the heat of the day alone to avoid the sneers and the gossiping, wagging tongues that cut into my already broken heart. I avoid the painful ignorance and the lack of loving care. Shame, it is my only covering. My men, they have all thrown me away for those that are younger and prettier than I. The shattered pieces of my life lay scattered all around me, leaving a trail of tears, desperate to be loved, shattered and scattered as my soul. And then he, the king, the Messiah, Yeshua, he came to meet me, me at the well. He told me all about myself. He didn't shame me. He didn't blame me. He didn't chastise me. He forgave me, he accepted me, and he healed and delivered me. He fulfills all my hopes of an abiding, undying love that will never end. Welcome, everybody. Shalom. This is a modern-day Samaritan woman bringing to you another episode of Healing for the Nation. We are on a journey to the heart of our Father. And on that journey, we are preparing our wedding attire for the great wedding feast of the Lamb. And I don't know about you brothers and sisters, but I need all the help I can get because I got spots and wrinkles on my the back of my wedding attire. And I, I don't have eyes behind the back of my head, even though my kids, you know, my children thought I did when they were little, but I really don't. So I need truth tellers to come alongside of me and speak the truth in love, and help me to see those blind spots, help me to see those spots and those wrinkles. So today, I am so excited about the truth teller that I have with us, a fellow sojourner, and I am going to welcome Dina Smiley. Welcome, Dina.
1: Thank you so much. I love that introduction about cleaning our bridal garments.
0: Oh, that's all the father. It's It's all the father. I tell people every show is a miracle because I'm just a mature woman that I did not grow up in the age of technology. And every show is a struggle for me because I don't have a young whippersnapper to (laughs) help me with all the tech um, issues that I run into frequently. So, Dina, we're going to have you kind of introduce yourself to the listener um, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, and um, I really love your bio on your website. So thank you. Yeah. So just share with people a little bit about your background, who you are, um, how they can contact you, and then um, and then we will get into EFT, your modality. That's a modality of healing trauma.
1: Yes. Okay. Well, um, I'll start with my education. So I have a master's degree in social work um, and then received my clinical license over 20 years ago. I started my career mostly in inpatient psychiatric units for children. So children five to 18 who were a danger to themselves or others and needed very acute care um, because of those issues. Um, And so helping them become stable and have a plan uh, after they were in the hospital to continue down the road of treatment that they needed. Um, So that was with a private organization. Uh, It was fantastic. It was a great way to start my career in social work. Um, to get such, uh, tremendous experience in mental health and all the things that come with that. Uh, I then walked through that company and did, um, their, they had a day treatment classroom in a public school setting. So kids with really high mental health needs, uh, but wanted to be in a school setting. And so we had trained mental health professionals as, Teachers' aides, as well as the teacher being uh, ex- extra trained and then having on-site social workers as well as a psychiatrist who would meet with all the kids once a month to look at those needs and then flowed into um, doing some other kinds of mental health. I've done uh, emergency room evaluations for mental health hold and those kinds of needs. Uh, I've worked with school districts, training them about uh, positive behavior in children and working with mental health needs of children in schools, as well as working for a very large insurance company out west, Kaiser Permanente. Uh, They do everything in-house. So they have large mental health outpatient clinics. And so I was a clinician for them for almost five years seeing the whole range of mental health needs from ages 5 to 55, um, honing in in that time on anxiety and depression. OCD was a big one that I was um, drawn to those issues, but really that broad range of mental health concerns that would come through those office doors. So it was a fantastic time in my life. Um, and then I started a family and walked into some other work, took a step back from some work, and have continued to serve through church ministries, through missions ministries, through outpatient, um, more like volunteering through counseling ministries, and then doing a tiny, tiny bit of private practice on the side as I raise my family right now. So we live in East Tennessee. We're on a tiny little homestead farm. We're hobby homesteaders, we call ourselves. And um, we just love being outside. I love finding weeds in my yard that we can eat and use as medicine because, as we know, the Father provides for all our needs. I really feel like nature has many healing answers for us. So we dabble in that. And uh, yeah, what else can I tell you about myself?
0: Wow. So when I was reading your bio, I gotta tell you, I got really super excited. I know that you and I've talked before.
2: Mm-hmm. you said
0: it before, but reading everything really helped me to understand the level of skill that you have to bring to into the kingdom because I, I was talking with, I believe you and some other um, people that are gifted and skilled, a few weeks ago and it seems as if the father is calling forward those that are gifted and some sort of healing um, there's different healing methodology and with your experience working for Kaiser Permanente they are the ones I believe that were behind the a study or part of the adverse childhood experiences research and showing the, the uh, damage that is done in early childhood and how that actually permeates the whole lifespan. So the last few weeks, I've been talking to other clinicians about attachment theory, and we've been unpacking what happens in early childhood when a child gets adequate nurturing and attention and brought up in a home where their needs are met, as opposed to homes where a lot of parents nowadays are struggling with putting food on the table and paying bills. There's a lot of addiction going on. There's a lot of various problems dysfunction in in the home setting and we're really seeing the fallout even within the tour community people are really struggling with mental health issues it's really exciting to be able to network with other folks that are skilled they're gifted and they are willing to get down into the trenches to come alongside of people who were wounded and that that's a that is such a huge huge need within the Torah communities worldwide.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um I mean I think, you know, I'm a child of the seventies. I was born in the early seventies. And so looking back at my childhood and how I was raised to parent Household, my mom was a stay at home mom for most of my upbringing. And then, you know, my dad and and having grandparents around and family around compared to what I see now. There's such a huge shift in that dual working parents, uh, maybe lack of community and family around them, a more transient lifestyle. Um, Just so many challenges and changes that have gone on in the last. 50 years that I've been alive, knowing that, you know, it started even before our generation um, and now looking at the current generations, all that they face, not to mention all that we've all just been through over the last few years and seeing the direction that the world is just going in, you know, evil is not being stopped um, as time goes forward. If anything, it's coming closer as scripture has warned us. Um, that things would just continue to progress in that direction. And so it's almost like followed my career in terms of, you know, I started in that trench of mental health and psychiatric mental health and inpatient and locked units and all the psychotropic drugs and all that and kind of worked my way through. And, and with that evolving even in my faith, seeing how. You know, all that is well and good and, you know, I'll say needed in this world because of what the world is doing to people. But um, really calling those of us out to use our gifts and talents, our expertise, our knowledge, all the tools that we have, because the bride does need to be ready, because people do need to be equipped, because the world has just bombarded people with all the weights and lies and deceptions and addictions and mental health concerns and 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 you know fill in the blank all day long, but he still wants us ready and aware and oil in our lamps. And so I felt like that's the direction he's taken me. And as I've learned all these different techniques and tools and brought him more and more and more into the way that I do my work because it has to be that way it's if it's not of him or from him it's really not going to be as effective as other things out there um, and my view of mental health has changed fairly significantly over the years you know in terms of like looking at brain chemistry and all these different things and so that means they need a medication and they need this and they need that it's yeah maybe but I feel like the more I really take that step back and gain that kingdom perspective for what is happening, like, how, you know, how did we all get here? I mean, the, the enemy has always been that master deceiver, that father of lies. And so I think so many people are stuck and trapped and in bondage to the things of this world and how that looks now is mental health, mm. Um illnesses, disruptions, diseases, conflicts, whatever you want to call it, that that's the presentation that we see when truly it's, you know, we need to get beyond that, go under that, dig even deeper and say, but what does this mean in the kingdom? What are, you know, how do we understand this from a biblical standpoint? And it all points to, you know, what we've seen all along, right? There's nothing new under the sun. The story looks different, but it really hasn't changed. It's being in that state of bondage, deception, putting our efforts and energies into the wrong things that are not of the Father that now have us trapped in all these different concerns and issues.
0: Absolutely. Wow. That's a really great way of putting it. And so as I was listening to you talk, I was visualizing the root system, the root and the fruit.
2: Mm,
1: Yes.
0: uh, So I was I was doing some art the other day, and I found myself painting two different trees. One tree, the root of good and evil, and the root system was, you know, uh, child sexual abuse and domestic abuse and, and um, you know, the root system, the generational things that have been handed down, and then yes. then the fruit—the fruit of all of that—is shame, which uh, prominent in addictions, is shame, bitterness, resentment, guilt, lust—you know, porn addiction, you name it—and uh, you know, so fruit of all of that is all these character flaws. That, you know, all that anger, you know, a lot of people in my circle were very well aware of the Torah terrorists. You know, the religious spirits that are operating in people's lives. So, you're right, there is nothing new under the sun. Domestic abuse began in the garden. Shame began in the garden. Yes. Losing our authentic identity started in the garden the disconnect started in the garden here we are we're told that when we see these things happening i think it's in matthew what 23 24 it talks about you know when you see these things these these world events happen look up for your redemption draws nigh. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bride certainly is not ready for her bridegroom. We don't have uh, proper oil in our lamps. Our lamps are not filled. And our wedding attire is not without spot and wrinkle. So what I love to see is people such as you and there's other people that have worked in the field of counseling um, in different aspects of the field. And now they're walking in the ancient paths of the Father, and they're being called forward to come alongside. And we're putting together another women's retreat and in, in Tennessee, Pikeville, Tennessee. And I'm so excited, Dina, that you will be with us on Shabbat to come alongside of the women and help them to learn this technique.
1: And yes, that's, that's a gift to me that you invited me to, to do this for them.
0: I'm really excited about this next retreat. The last one in Florida was really beautiful. And the father showed up in his extravagant love for his daughters. And it was just so beautiful to see, you know, the different presenters and how it all just blended beautifully and, my hospitality team just poured out love through cooking. And, you know, one of my friends, that's her That's her area of gifting. And she just comes alive in the kitchen. And I just stand back and I'm like, you know, look at this woman. She has such joy when she's cooking and she's serving. And, and uh, we all have gifts and talents. But when we're bound up, When we are being held captive with with all the shackles of shame and self-hatred and bitterness and resentment, and these religious spirits have us in a chokehold where we can't even use our voice. Um, A lot of women, their voices have been robbed from them. When we have snakeskin lies wrapped around us, we cannot function in our purpose. The Holy Spirit spirit cannot flow out forth through us because we are bound up in grave cloth. You know, Galatians 5.1 says, it is for freedom that Mashiach came to set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of bondage. That's Galatians 5.1. Too many people are still burdened down by a yoke of bondage. Isaiah 61, Yeshua talks about how he came to set the captives free. You know, I just truly believe that we are in a season of deliverance. We are in a season where the Holy Spirit is indeed being poured out, has been poured out. He is calling people out of the darkness of deceit to walk in freedom, to walk in His glorious light, and to shine the light of, you know, we are His temple. We are His menorahs. We are to be filled with His oil and His light to shine forth in this dark world.
1: Absolutely. In fact, that Galatians verse is um, on my website. It was one that the Father brought to me that I was like, okay, I don't I don't know what this is going to look like, but it has got to be somewhere on my website. And so it's there with a beautiful graphic of a woman, arms open wide at the ocean, just like surrender, right? We have to come to him and surrender. And so um, that's what I love about EFT is because it stands for emotional freedom technique. And it's one of the few things that I've come across in all my years of mental health that Really talked about that freedom, that acknowledged we need a freedom. It's not just managing what's happened to us, managing symptoms, managing emotions. It's truly finding a way to be free of them.
0: Yes, and when we come back from break, we are going to continue to talk with therapist Dina Smiley about getting free. So we'll be right back. Shalom. Welcome back, everybody. This is a modern-day Samaritan woman bringing to you the second half of Healing for the Nations. Before we went on break, I was chatting with therapist Dina Smiley. And if you missed the first half, I want to encourage you to go to Hebrew Nation radio website look up the schedule see when it's going to air at different times and in a couple of weeks it will also be uploaded to their main website and it will be under the heading deliverance all my shows past shows you can find under the tab deliverance and I also want to let you know that you can find me on Facebook, Dealing for the Nations with a Modern Day Samaritan Woman. And if you are interested, I have a friend who is a recovery coach. Her and I will be starting a weekly Torah portion reading. It's going to be a group of four people who are in recovery but are Torah observant. And we are going to be using a recovery Bible. And we're simply going to read the Torah portion every week out of the recovery Bible and also reading the commentary. So it's going to be recovery focused For those of you that are interested, we are going to have another Good Samaritan Women's Retreat. It will be held in Pikeville, Tennessee. June 7th through the 12th, so stay tuned for more information. When we put the website out and with a registration, I will let y'all know. So, welcome back.
1: Thank you. So, yes. let's get into this. EFT, what the heck is it, right? Yeah, so absolutely. <laughs> letters, there are lots of letters out there. So, EFT stands for Emotional Freedom technique. So it's a technique that teaches you how to deal with various negative emotions, physical sensations, past events, current events, kind of all that stuff that we experience walking through life that um, that triggers us, that gives us that zing inside our body. And so we, we use tapping. So we're using our fingers. Um, what I love about the technique, why well, I love so many things about it, is that it's all what the Father has given us. It works with how our body works, so our physiology, how he created us, our mind and our thoughts and our brain, which is so complex. You know, who can truly understand it? And there's been research since the beginning of time about that. Um, but it, it accesses those those areas in our brain that um, that hold those emotional traumas and and negative emotions for us, and then it works with the energy system that the father created within our body through through the tapping. So it started back, kind of, uh, it has its roots, and not it started. It started. With its roots in ancient Chinese medicine. And if we, you know, we understand acupuncture, acupressure, that there's points on our bodies that are more sensitive to different things. They are tuned in and keyed in to our emotions and to even our physical organs. So by tapping on these points while we're focusing on a particular negative emotion, a physical sensation, or a traumatic event, um, we release those emotions, experiences, events from our past. Even if it was something that happened ten minutes ago, ten years ago. Um, so we, as we you know, we go through life. We travel meaning to these events that have happened to us. Some we deal with um, within a normal time frame as we're able to, and some we just can't. And we kind of we tuck them away, or our mind tucks them away. Our body tucks them away and so tapping whether we know we've trapped it in there or not helps bring it forward in a healthy way in a way that we choose when we're ready how we're ready you know what that looks like but then brings that release and relief from those things that have been trapped uh within us so um just to give some uh Examples of things that people have heard about in the therapeutic world because they still I'm sure it's hard usually tapping when I'm talking about it. It's such a visual thing. You, you need to see it. Um, and here we are talking about it. So just to give terms that people um, know about. So EFT is like talk therapy with the advantage that it allows us to get to the issues faster, though, through using EFT and resolve them more thoroughly. It can enhance massage therapy by adding an important emotional relaxation process. So it's very relaxing. Um, our cortisol, which is our main stress hormone, can be reduced up to 60% by doing this technique. So that's massive because when we're in a heightened state of stress and our cortisol goes up and we're in that fight-flight, What that tells our body and what our brain does is it sends our blood out of our brain into our limbs because we don't know, are we ready to fight a bear or take on something? We need that adrenaline and that blood to our limbs or what's going on by tapping. We reduce that cortisol. We get back into our thinking brain and we're able to better problem solve it blends perfectly EFT with cognitive behavioral therapy because it helps us bring up the issues faster and it creates more and deeper cognitive shifts behind the scenes. So oftentimes people find they're tapping on one thing and they might be getting relief in multiple areas because it gets to that unconscious place in our brain that sometimes, you know, we can't recall. We can't we can't get to in any other way. Um, it's like systematic desensitization, except that it's much gentler and often faster. So it's just this beautiful bridge to access all these different ways that we can learn and heal and become free. And so um, there are tapping points that are on our hand And our face, our collarbone, under our arm, the top of our head, which visually um, is hard to to imagine in talking about it like this, but uh, we go through what we call a basic recipe where we bring whatever that emotion, problem, event that we're struggling with, feeling trapped or triggered in, and we acknowledge it. We bring it forward. And a lot of people, the first question or the biggest question I get asked is, why do we tap on the negative? Like, why? Ooh, who wants to talk about that stuff? We're trying to heal from it. Why would we talk about it? Because if we don't acknowledge it, and we just stuff it, or repress it, or act like it's not there, we can't ever truly heal from it. You know, we have the Father knows these things, the world knows these things, the enemy knows these things. So if we don't bring it to the table and say, I'm going to release you thing, emotion, event, experience, trauma, then the work just really can't happen. You know, if we're only focused on the positive, we're only um, tapping on affirmations, we're just not going to be as effective. We need to bring it forward and acknowledge it. So we go through, we teach people what to do, how to say things, where to tap, how to bring that, um, you know, that negative peace, that negative emotion experience, traumatic event forward so that the father can then bring his healing. Now, of course, me being um, someone who walks in Torah, I would never do this work without it bringing in his truth and his promises and what we know from scripture. So, I, in all of my work, as we're tapping through, we definitely start with the negative, but we end with several rounds of discussing and talking and exploring, but what do we know about ourselves according to scripture, according to how our Father sees us, how he loves us, how he is here to redeem all of these things that have kept us trapped and stuck and burdened and in bondage. And so it's such a beautiful thing to see people release and let go and walk in freedom from those things by just using this very simple technique. And once you have it and you've learned it and you're comfortable with it, It's yours to carry for forever forward. You know, I I definitely recommend people that are dealing with bigger traumas, bigger issues. It's really helpful to work with a practitioner because you don't want to get yourself in some really crazy heightened state and not know how to work yourself out of it. But we can work on it on some of those smaller issues to practice. And then once we feel really good and proficient about it, and maybe we've done the big work with a practitioner to the next time, we feel that little sting or we get caught off while we're driving, or we have that conflict with our coworker or our spouse or our neighbor or even our child or whatever those little things are, we can just tap and we don't have to go through this. Now I'm triggered all over again. And what do I do? And it brings up that time 10 years ago from this, or when I remember now, when I was in high school and that horrible event or my childhood with all the abuse and trauma that I suffered, and we just keep looping round and around and around. No, we release all that. We walk forward in freedom. And then we continue to use this tool to keep us in that space of health and freedom and love and grace and mercy and forgiveness.
0: So... Um- I haven't asked you this, but I'm going to ask you now, how can
1: people get a hold of you? Yeah, I, you, I remember you saying we, I should talk about that. So yes, the best way is through my website. So my website is foreverfreewitheft with EFT, all one word, dot WordPress. Dot com. So that gives another explanation of EFT. It talks about who I am, some other details, um, what services I offer around EFT. And my last tab on my website is my resource page. And on there at the top of that is the link to my YouTube channel. And so that's a great way if you've never heard of this thing and you really can't picture she's talking about tapping on our body. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, go there because you can see linked right there on my website page is my how to tap, you know, kind of like introduction. What, what is this thing? What, what do you do? How do you do it? What does it look like? So you can watch that and then you can link to my full YouTube channel, which is always, I'm always adding videos, but it has many videos already of how to tap for various issues and, and concerns. So there's anxiety there's triggered anger, there's addiction, there's sleep issues, there's overwhelm, and so on and so forth. And so people can get a picture as well as trying it out. Because at the end of every video, I say practice it, try it out and see if you find yourself forever free.
0: That's awesome. And you also have links there for books that are helpful um i'm looking right now at the link that you um posted for an, you know for amazon eft for christians
1: yes mm-hmm. yes okay. so that's how i i studied eft um when i did it with a friend of mine you know she kind of brought me into i had learned eft actually very briefly when i worked for kaiser permanente in that outpatient mental health clinic and it was at the time where it was like oh that that's pretty cool that's another tool in my toolbox but I didn't really I think I didn't really appreciate it for maybe what it was or what it could have been back then and then she brought it back around to me many years later and she was like have you heard of EFT you know knowing I'm a counselor she wasn't and I was like yeah why and she said well I've heard of this thing and it's I've heard of it before but recently, what's come across to me is Christian EFT. And I was like, what? What? I, no, that's not how I've heard about it. And so we just went through this deep dive of getting trained in Christian EFT because basically we all know, you know, everything, every good gift from above is from the Father. And all the ways that truly heal us are also from him because he has created everything. And what the enemy does, it takes it. And he distorts it and he turns it into a lie. So a lot of people struggle, well, is is EFT okay for Christians to do? You're tapping, you're saying things, you know, what is that all about? And so, no, absolutely it is because it's how he created our bodies to work. Like I said, it works with our brain chemistry. It works with the physiology of our body. It works with our organs. It works with our emotions. It works with all the things, all the intricacies of our being, which he Created. So, of course, he created a way that we can heal ourselves through, you know, what he's given us. Um, just like when we talk about, you know, we use our fingers, we touch ourselves. Well, Yeshua healed with touch. Yes. yes. And
0: he used different methodologies with different people. Yes. And so I... I love the different stories in the scriptures that shows that different ways, even in the Old Testament, the different ways that he used to bring healing and restoration. One thing, one of my pet peeves is that people will, they will not be open minded to look into different methods of healing. They're bleeding all over everybody. Yes, but they want to fight about the 12 steps or about therapy or, you know, and and so one thing that is intriguing to me is with trauma, you have the fight, flight, fawn or freeze. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you think about the Torah terrorists well they're in the fight mode of the trauma. Yes, <laughs> that's how I look at it. And so. You know, trauma began in the garden.
1: Absolutely.
0: And and so here we are. There's been many studies about the DNA from people whose parents survived the Holocaust or Native Americans or, you know, these people groups that have gone through genocide. They've gone through horrific traumatic events and their children are carrying the DNA of trauma in their own tissues, which is epigenetic
1: absolutely i mean scripture talks about you know things to the third and fourth generation right and so Mm -hmm. why would we expect that trauma or these you know negative emotions experiences that we have aren't passed the exact same way
0: so we could talk about this all day yes he has called people back to the ancient ways we talk a lot about the tribes And we talk a lot about the bride getting herself ready. And so the bride needs healing. And this is just one of the ways that the father is using to bring healing and restoration and freedom from bondage to his people. So I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Once again, please let people know how they can
1: reach you. Yes, my website, forever free with EFT, one word, dot wordpress dot com. Thank you
0: so much for joining us today. And with that, we're going to say shalom.
1: Shalom, it's been my pleasure.
3: Into some form to be accepted according to the things of this world. Have I forgotten your instructions? Cause man made it a law. Have I forgotten it's your nature?